Hello guys and welcome to episode 10 of uh, Bakchodi discussion and social meeting. the normal Bakchos with us, uh, Edgar and Liner, and we have the lovely Stacy who's returning. Hi. Hey guys, what's up? What's up, Eden? Yeah, everything is fine. So, I don't know about you guys, but I had a hectic week. A lot of work today. What about you guys? Why did you have a hectic week? Uh, so yeah, a lot of work uh, coming in, multiple projects, the usual thing in for analysts. Ooh. <laughs> What about you, uh, Lionel? You're, you must also be feeling the heat now. Uh, unfortunately, I was not well this entire week. So uh, I was on leave. Oh. I had to get a COVID test and all done because, you know, oh. it had gone to that level. And yeah, uh, like uh, I had a very bad viral. Kind of recovered from it. Like as compared to our last uh, even uh, podcast, I was a little under the weather that day and then got a little worse. But yeah, all in all, it was good. So I started like pinching. <laughs> so I've covered. So during this time, I was like literally watching uh, Big Bang Theory, kind of finishing it off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I had like in between stuff. So yeah, that's what that's what been up with me, man. Okay. What about you, Stacy? Anything interesting? Me. Uh, nothing much, not uh, a very slow week <laughs> the way it is, <laughs> but I've got into a routine. Uh, I started going for some walks in the evening. That's pretty entertaining. <laughs> That's the kind of entertainment <laughs> for me. Uh, I think so. I'm closing to the end of all these uh, uh, different uh, streaming apps. I think so. I'm closing to the end. So I hope <laughs> this Corona thing ends before. <laughs> the streaming uh, data, the streaming content ends. So that's about it for me. Oh, uh, okay. And what about you, Edgar? Uh, I have only one word, man. Mirzapur. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I have been wow. doing. Edgar, I have not week. one, so please don't uh, spoil it, okay? <laughs> yeah, Edgar, if is you want karma, <laughs> if you you want karma, Edgar, this is the time. <laughs> you won't do that to For our listeners. Yeah, yeah. I think I, like I think I should. I think I should. Okay. Uh, so, guys, uh, let's get down to the topic. So, I think uh, there's a little bit of normalcy going around the world. At least, uh, at least in India, people are getting out. Restaurants are open. So, there's a little bit of normalcy coming back. And uh, at least, uh, I think a lot of people have realized during the lockdown that time is limited. Anything can happen. So maybe just, uh, you know, get all, fulfill all your dreams now and stuff like that. And I think one of the most important thing everyone wants to do is traveling. Uh, so I thought might as well, Stacy is one of the most well-traveled amongst all of us. So I pro- uh, probably Stacy can just start talking to us on how she got into the whole travel scene. So Stacy, uh, how exactly did it start? Yeah, so uh, as far as the travel bug, it started pretty early. Uh, so it was just within me. I knew that I wanted to travel, uh, but I was not sure how, when will I start traveling. As all of us do, I got into the rut. I was uh, like, by the time you complete college and you want to secure a safe job, all of those things, being a realist, were also my priority. But when I was looking for an opportunity in my uh, career, I was quite 
inclined towards travel however the, uh, i applied for all the other verticals as well but invariably uh, my wish came true and i uh, worked in the travel industry in my first job so that kind of catapulted the uh, whole uh, dream becoming a reality so i started working for a travel company and uh, before i could think where to travel my if you believe my first flight i ever took in my life was for <laughs> my job so oh, that was wow. when i was pretty old right <laughs> oh seriously yeah so it was my uh, and the first time i was flying to gurgaon and then you get all these stories you know just take wow. care and all of that and uh, but i went there with a very open guy swear but but yeah and uh, i went there with a very open mind i don't know i think it was just the excitement i've been born and brought up in mumbai all my life and i knew that you know that i am pretty sheltered and i really don't know a lot about the world so i went there and the people in my company were amazing and the company itself very warm towards us uh, and generally i was like uh, there were just one or two girls in our team and the guys were very <laughs> protective towards us i remember <laughs> entering the office and seeing these young boys and they all looked like rody the rody <laughs> contestants <laughs> all had beards wow. all had beards beards on and really tall and they spoke with this uh, accent and uh, so but then i felt very protected and then after 3 uh, days of uh, your uh, uh, basic training they said go back to bombay pack your bags and we are traveling to uttarakhand so we have to Whoa. travel through uttarakhand for the this and it's a on field training after that mm-hmm. about uh, two weeks on job i traveled the entire of uttarakhand <laughs> all the tals nenthal bhimtal nokuchiatal and it was an amazing be, being a wow. newbie uh, <laughs> i was just looking around you know i was just looking <laughs> around and at that point of time i kind of didn't even know how to book uh, the uh, book a hotel online i did not know someone told me just book a hotel and i was like how should i do that you know wow. and i was the only girl mm. in this entire boy group but i was very comfortable and i was uh, i didn't think of it actually that much i didn't mm-hmm. think uh, or overthink it so i think so that kind of helped me uh, remove the nervousness of starting to travel by myself so i would oh. say that was uh, probably the start of the Who will travel bug bug kind of thing? Okay. Uh, wow, that's great. So, yeah. So, uh, Lionel Edgar, any reason you guys haven't really got hit by the travel bug? Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know who's gonna go ahead first, but I. Lionel. I, so for me, basically, it's like I traveled a lot when I was in college, like, but not not in traveling in terms of going places. It was more of. Uh, like i was for for the listener a kind of mm-hmm. weird but uh, i was part of the priestly formation and jesuits back oh, then wow. and i was going to become a priest and i used to travel <laughs> a lot inside internal maharashtra and kind of i i did a lot of places back then like you know internal rural villages and stuff like that i also yeah. like post when i started working i just went to one two places but it's just then commitments and stuff is like you know something that that you know uh comes my way but once once or twice a year i do travel travel to kerala like once a year i just make sure i go to kerala 
माय ऑफिस ऑलवेज टेक्स मी फॉर एन ऑफ साइट व्हिच इज समवेयर इन इंडिया लाइक उदयपुर और गोवा और समवेयर अराउंड दैट प्लेस एंड या सो दैट इज दैट इज व्हाई आई एम नॉट प्रैक्टिकली थॉट ऑफ ट्रैवलिंग मोर बिकॉज़ माय कंपनी टेक्स मी समटाइम्स टू दीज लाइक फैंसी प्लेसेस एंड या so so for me as a person to go out <laughs> traveling i would like need to think down and then probably save my money half my money is on my daru which i love but yeah <laughs> uh, that's the only reason uh, why i'm not got the bug right now from my end kind of thing you're saving daru money now right <laughs> uh, no i'm it's on it's all on zomato so like you know daru oh. goes one place now zomato has come come into picture like you know it's always a love eat uh. relationship with me <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> okay what about you edgar Um, I used to travel a lot when I was in Bombay from Chennai <laughs> to Madurai and back. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, I haven't really traveled a lot. It's the only I, what I can remember in my experience of travel is maybe a trip with once I went to Goa with some friends. Uh, I, then mostly it was a family, and most of the time my travel includes going from whichever city I am in. coming back to nagpur because uh, that's where my parents live so i've not really traveled a lot mm-hmm. per se oh okay okay uh so for me basically my dad used to work uh, in the airlines so we used to get free tickets so i have been to a lot of different places i have gone to europe i have gone to us i have gone to the uh, to jerusalem uh so i did get a, like a lot of chance You know, that's a lucky. Yes, one. I am very, very, very lucky. But yeah, so this was mainly when I was young, and when we had school, and there was like two, three months you could just take off for for summer holidays. Now, I think ever since uh, I started bachelor's and did BMS and of sort, I haven't gone on a vacation. So that is probably yep. I need to start reinvigorating the whole thing, get back into the whole travel scene. You don't come with uh, us so when we ask you to come to Goa, man. You should start uh, coming yeah. with us more often. So like, you know, I, I think Goa I have a very good Goa story. You'll hear it to uh, during this podcast, and then probably it's an interesting story. So yeah, I uh, <laughs> I think I know that story. Yeah. So Stacy, uh, I think one of the more one of the more important questions that uh, is on our listeners' mind is uh, you're a girl. In case anyone hasn't noticed, <laughs> uh, so, I have a deep voice. So. <laughs> Thanks for so clarifying. you have done solo trips and all. Uh, yeah. How does how is it like for a girl traveler, especially in India? Hmm. Yeah. So uh, a few years back, surprisingly, uh, the demographic that traveled the most to India was a solo girl, basically. Mm-hmm. This is uh, including foreigners and internal travel as well. Uh, so as far as solo travel, one so the there are two questions in this one is why solo travel one is you understand how difficult if anyone has tried to make plans with others how <laughs> difficult it is to align your plans i don't know how many yeah, times yeah. we were planning something i think so leo and all but uh, yeah so it's very difficult and your interests are naturally very different so i would like a beach experience someone would like a trek Uh, so it's very weird to force your interests on someone else, and then I either you end up dragging someone or end, someone ends up dragging you. And with so many limited resources, I feel uh, I don't get my money's or times worth if I do something that's not of my interest. 
so that's one reason why i solo travel and also uh, one thing that was very important to me is my independence so i started traveling uh, basically is only when i started earning and that was something very important to me because that was personal and i knew that for my personal growth i required this kind of travel it built my confidence it helped me because at times you don't understand your space in the entire world right where you stand mm-hmm. you know your space in your community so that was important so as far as solo travel uh, it helps you with uh, planning and all of these different things and uh, as far as being a female traveler uh, there are few things that you have to take care of that i would uh, take care of even when i'm probably in bombay uh one thing is uh, just being logical and being uh, responsible to and uh, to the environment around uh i feel that as women we have one great gift is uh, women tend to sense uh things better yeah. like unread unsaid things uh, we get uh, tend to get a better vibe and uh, generally when i'm solo traveling these senses are kind of heightened so and uh, believing in your gut if you feel that there's a situation in which you is find is a little tricky just get out of it but having said all of that these are all the things basically i read before going into <laughs> solo travel but then i did not have any such kind of experience uh, in a uh, per se it was not so difficult okay so you you you're not saying uh, you never felt unsafe uh, of sorts while traveling in yeah so uh, to be, uh, uh, to be clear i have not traveled outside india okay i have not traveled uh. outside india because uh, the desire and the places in india mesmerize me any time i think i'm going to go out of india there's another place in india that really uh, pulls me to it and india is very safe when it comes to uh, solo women traveling yes you have to be cognizant of the people around you and you have to be respectable to their culture it's not for a you're not going there to change them mm-hmm. uh, you are not going there to change their mindset okay so yeah but uh, stacy your your first just coming back to the first moment where you were your first trip you know when you were alone and yeah. when you were going to travel how do you get that guts from within yeah. to you know Yeah. like i'm yeah. just going to do it you know like forget yeah. forget it i'm just going to go so ahead to, and to, do it to be truthful i told you uh, when i was working my job sent me to a lot of places and all these places i have traveled 10 days in gujarat by myself just me and the cab driver i have traveled mm-hmm. to bhopal by myself so that was i didn't have to ask the question how brave am i or how many guts i have i knew i had to do it so in mm-hmm. that it was a good training period for me i feel for my parents as well to you know kind of let go there was no oh, they couldn't yeah, say yeah. no at that yeah so it's important yeah. even because it's logical right the concerns at home are logical they are uh, because of the media and the uh, stories we listen to but uh, when you see the statistics right yeah. i was just telling uh, someone that when you see the statistics in order to be unlucky you have to be really lucky like according mm-hmm. to the statistics if something really okay. bad is happening to you you really have to be very uh, someone has to really target you and as far as india no one uh, i have felt mostly the maximum they would want from you uh, in a worst situation is to get some kind of money right mostly mm-hmm. mostly that's uh, that's the worst i have felt yeah that's, that's the, the motive. motive yeah so generally and it is understandable uh, uh, but people are not uh, out to get you 
they are not out to get you that's the fear that you have so i think so this uh, kind of uh, uh, training period that i had with my job kind of uh, seasoned me and i remember my first trip was to kerala so i chose my trip in certain in a certain way you know where i'm comfortable with and all of those things you take into consideration okay uh naina like as for a female travel like 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 tell like you mentioned that parents are averse of sending girls out like you had just mentioned that what are the few yeah. pointers that you would like to bring about that you as a female sort of yes. or you would want to advise yeah. another female who's doing a solo trip like since you've done uh, many I, and yeah what i i would like to advise is to uh, first of all just keep to uh, there is there you're not out to prove anyone right so don't try to mm-hmm. be too brave and go in some situation that you don't know take something that's comfortable if you're from maharashtra take a trip to uh, something like tarkarli that's in maharashtra language is the same people mm-hmm. are the same all of these things so you can start with that uh, uh, you can start with that then there is another thing that uh, dressing though we say uh, you can dress what you want but try and dress as per the local dress so do be modest do be a little decent uh, i know it is, for some it won't be uh, they do not want to fit into this mold but if you choose to go somewhere this is something that you have yeah. to do. it's uh, and this is something of a respect uh, uh, the way you show your respect to others and their Correct. culture as well mm-hmm. those things uh, probably uh, if you want to uh, stick with someone you can stick with a couple uh, like a boy and a girl partner they probably are a good uh, partner mm. to uh, if you if you find yourself in a tricky situation these are the things that you can mm. and one thing uh, which is very important uh, that my father actually uh, gave me this tip and i told my brother as well do not argue or fight mm. with the locals okay yeah locals that's right and let's yeah and listen to them even if they are wrong do not fight with the locals that's uh, i think so one of the major tips let it be a boy or a girl mhm yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Tip. you wouldn't want someone from outside coming and uh, even you're in your hometown right mhm so yeah right uh, so stacy you ha- uh, you've mentioned that you travel a lot for your job um is it is job traveling the same as traveling for leisure <laughs> definitely not definitely not uh, when uh, when it comes to uh, job travel at the end of the day i did have a target i had a start time end time i couldn't just laze around when i wanted to uh, i was answerable to someone uh, the mental stress is always there you know that yeah. you have gone for a particular objective so uh, i found it only when my uh, at times how i used to uh, planet is once my job used to get done as in i was able to co- complete a certain amount of my job as to treat myself with a little bit of you know probably if i was in bhopal i went to see the sanchi stupa and uh, a few of those things and the lakes over there so those kind of things you can include and you always get something at least you get familiar to the place and leisure travel is you know leisure travel is just a delight basically and it's a escapism at times or it's uh, to you feel like you're more alive at that point of time right uh, okay yeah and i think uh, it uh, i haven't had the opportunity to travel for work but it's uh, when you're traveling for work you don't get to visit the best places like i know this one guy he went yeah. 
he was sent to east india and over there he had to go into all the naxal places and yes. there were some roads with bombs in the with bomb craters in the middle and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i guess job traveling is not the most ideal yeah but as, oh, okay. as a traveler people would say that he has amazing <laughs> stories to tell because yeah, i know yeah. a lot of people from those areas it's quite a difficult uh, when you're in the situation it's quite difficult actually but okay uh, so what places have you traveled stacy where exactly uh yeah so in order to uh, mostly my travel is in within india and i'm a beach person so i like uh. the beaches and i kind of stick to the <laughs> coastline so if i start i have been to manali i have been to rishikesh i have been to uh, meghalaya i have been to kochi uh, yeah kochi kerala uh, then i have been to a parts a few parts of maharashtra like tarkarli and mm-hmm. obviously goa i am a goan so goa i have visited <laughs> even yeah. for my work and even for leisure uh, i have visited mp gujarat uh uh tamilnad uh, yeah all of these places yeah so oh, okay uh so yeah so uh, uh just recently i visited andamans as well so that's like one of my more favorite places uh oh, so okay. it's surrounded by water all around so i think so <laughs> that's definitely some some places that i look forward to going uh, repeatedly oh, okay and how exactly do you uh, how exactly do you choose uh, which place to go to is there certain criteria of sort uh sometimes it is uh, just uh, getting some intro from a travel site but generally once you start traveling you listen to these amazing stories that other travelers have for you mm-hmm. so and they are pretty uh, the way they tell it all of this travelers are storytellers <laughs> so they do do yeah, yeah. Uh, paint a picture so uh, one thing that i base it on is also my comfort level with the place mm-hmm. uh, my comfort level with the place very important if you are a working person how many days leave will you get oh so, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah is it a weekend holiday or can you extend it that's important if it's a weekend holiday is it a popular location so you don't want to uh, deal with the crowds very important another point is costing is it how expensive <laughs> oh, yeah. is it right so if yeah, you are able to get good deals those things are into place and your interest if you do not uh, go to a place if you go to a place just because you seen pictures and you liked it uh, okay you will get a good picture but if you want to get a good story and yeah if you want to get a good story and you want to get a good experience uh, that is also you know you need to go somewhere where it fulfills your interests mm. so th- yeah so those yeah so for me for me instagram influences me a lot <laughs> so does it does instagram influence you or oh is my, it something uh, which you instagram don't instagram is a great tool and <laughs> i do i i remember when i got to kochi yeah. uh, i think so some years back a couple two three years back and uh, someone uh, hmm. one of these foreigners had asked me like what's your instagram handle and i was like i don't have instagram money wasted no but he's like kidding. i like yeah i know that but the thing is i didn't have instagram and then i just put in instagram instagram uh, let's do the pros in which it's very good to keep develop contacts 
especially if you have a particular interest it's very good to develop a contacts and most of the mm-hmm. people are very active on uh, instagram mm-hmm. but i am quite wary of uh, i do not i try and not follow any of these uh, travel bloggers because oh, okay. uh, it creates a very uh. dreamy and uh, you f- uh, you feel like they are doing so much you are not doing uh, what you want and it may influence what you would want to do so subconsciously mm-hmm. you will want to uh, mm-hmm. kind of you know uh, do what they have shown go to that particular oh, okay. place so i have and especially social mm-hmm. media like i know some places that have been destroyed because of social media right. one example is bali bali my brother had gone to bali and he oh. said these beautiful uh, waterfalls that you see you have to stand in the line for at least an hour and a half to get that picture and someone just moving you it's like those <laughs> darshans right someone is just yeah. moving you ki uh, next person that's that's it and when you look at it on your instagram you're like wow i want to go to this place but you don't know the hundreds of people standing behind that camera so okay. uh, yeah so what i advocate is yeah in, use instagram for your benefit be smart enough build connections and networks i think also in uh, if you are talking about say certain places that have been destroyed due to tourism i think there are also multiple cases of foreigners defacing landmarks like uh, there was some chinese person who who wrote on uh, one uh, the, who misbehaved around a national monument i think someone wrote so and so loves so and so on the gateway of india so uh, sometimes you get these people who like to travel but they don't understand the whole uh, manners behind it and then they end up just uh, you know yeah, uh, reducing removing their you know what's that word But, so basically they bring shame to both themselves and also to the uh, uh, yeah. their uh fans and stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever yeah yeah did you guys see that uh, video where uh, i think it was in bali but uh, this family was basically stealing a lot of the uh, hotel right. stuff right right yeah, yeah. yeah. i've seen this it was i think so, so one so of the true. vietnam i think so vietnam or the some one of those countries around that side but that's very yeah. some yeah. so i'll just country, explain yeah. the video basically uh i think uh at least with any asian family uh they try to get their money's worth uh, in uh, when they go traveling be it uh, you know uh in the airplane or even in the hotel so yeah. there are, but uh, so you know you can take the shampoos you can take the conditioners in those tiny bottles but uh, these people they took i think towels they took fixtures and lamps and stuff yeah. and basically <laughs> they took the hotel had to come they took an iron oh my god they took an iron they took i think so they took a water heater and stuff like that like actually oh shit yeah, that yeah. crazy stuff they had taken man yeah oh, yeah so yeah there was a whole big row the employee the hotel employees were just really But upset with them but that's been happening since like forever right now <laughs> just the uh, social media has exposed these people okay yeah, man <laughs> so uh I think an interesting an interesting thing about uh, Stacy specifically is that you have basically traveled uh, uh, both uh, when you were young you used to basically travel with your cousins and etc even I'm young still uh. okay <laughs> my bad my bad so <laughs> yeah yeah my bad 
yeah, young yeah, girls yeah, in music. Before yeah. you had this whole renaissance of travel, you basically yeah. used to travel uh, with your family, etc. And then now you're doing solo traveling. So yeah. what you what is the difference between traveling with your family versus traveling, say, solo or with another mm. group of you know, yeah, uh, yeah, basically yeah, young adults. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh so uh, first yeah so the thing is that uh, when we used to travel as a child there was no planning if we just knew that one day our bags are packed and we are going <laughs> and my memories are of this konkan railway in which there were all these other people <laughs> who used to play cards with and there were these other children and we really didn't think much of it right and we used <laughs> to stay i remember we used to stay in goa so we uh, in pretty interiors like either south goa and we had cousins all over so we used to spend an entire day in the buses and go and travel <laughs> uh, to these cousins places and spend time and i never knew that goa was a party place i was quite surprised <laughs> it was a revel- it was like a revelation to me when i was much older uh, and when i seen that i was pretty disgusted with it but uh, and nonetheless so but that was uh, we were not i felt these travels mm-hmm. which i do solo travels are much more intentional and much more introspective to me so it uh, did so even when i was traveling with my parents i was still traveling someone was there to look out for me i was still going and meeting my cousins so i was not put outside my comfort zone but with solo travel uh, you get into a pickle and you are solving your issues yourself uh, at times your cards don't work how to solve that all of these small things come up and i just feel that it rounds you more as a person so i feel that in that uh, that's a different side okay so speaking from my own experience so uh, i used to uh, when i prior to bachelors i used to do a, a lot of uh, uh, we used to go to goa every year so we were mainly like i think uh, 11 years old 12 years old and etc So uh in the Goa trips it was basically uh we go to the house and uh parents had some other stuff to do they had some work banking stuff etc so they would roam around doing their chores in the morning while we just sit in the house watching cartoons and then once they get back they we go to the pool and then after that we play table tennis in a clubhouse and that was basically the whole experience but then after my bachelor's just when i was about to enter the workforce uh, a group of us decided to go to the resort uh, uh, basically go to goa and yeah. i thought it was going to be how many of you were uh, there five of us oh my uh, god guys so <coughs> guys only guys no girls so i i thought it was about to be the exact same thing mm-hmm. like we just sit around the resort watching tv and playing table tennis but No, these guys actually <laughs> wanted to roam around Goa, and uh, they when we got there and they were asking me about stuff, I had to basically look them and say, "Listen, I actually don't know anything. I only come here and I stayed in the resort." And no, you know, parents also the parents will just take care of everything. It's more about comfort than yeah. it is about actual exploration. Uh, so that was a major problem. But after that experience, now I've. decided to you know uh travel more okay but mainly around south mumbai for the time it's being it's like it's like someone uh, being homeschooled and been pushed into a convent school <laughs> for boys yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah 
so Lionel, what about you? Do you have any differences? Yeah, so traveling with family was always like a like a picnic or it was more like a very uh, group activity. So each one had different roles. Like mom would make the cooking. She would put it in a bag. Someone had to handle the food bag and uh, <laughs> someone had to handle different things. So I had to handle mom. So my role was to handle mom and, and, and her <laughs> luggage. My brother had to handle the food bag. Someone else had to handle the snack bag. And, you know, different stuff like that. Now, this is when we used to go to Kerala and it was to be like a two-day journey or a one-day journey. And being and growing up as a kid also, uh, we used to go to travel to, travel a lot to Panjkini where my grandparents were based out over there. And then those days had, we had those ST buses and all those luxury Volvo buses. And that journey was, was like, um, like a different level altogether. <laughs> so you would have those peppermints and those, you know, those orange... Uh, Peppermint yeah. your mother or someone would carry him like if you had to vomit or something oh. and then people oh. used to fight yeah. for the window seat because they were like you know <laughs> pretend to say that oh I'm, I, I'm getting motion sickness and stuff like that and and that was like always almost like a family thing like you know with cousins and everyone fighting for the window and stuff like that oh. and, and worrying your parents for for those little candies but when you travel alone you're like more more kind of a, a matured kind of an experience where you're like Okay, I, my, my mother did this and your family experience does come into this. Like you will have an Avomain or you'll have a motion sickness tablet because no one is there to take care of you. Uh Sometimes you get a, get someone who's like, you know, from like your, the person next to you or the seat next to you is like kind of uh, an unknown stranger out there. So you need to know (laughs) how to keep your boundaries and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I, I had, I had traveled to the Philippines alone, like once when I was this. And then again, I felt sick on that journey because I was like, you know, frustrated work and stuff like that. But then your, your instincts, your family instincts kick in and, and that helps more on your, your solo travels at, as well on that aspect. That is mm-hmm. all. Okay. So yes, uh, speaking about, uh, you know, the person next to you is a stranger, Stacy. Uh, how, during these travels, how exactly do you meet like new people? What type of people do you meet, etc.? Yeah, so uh, one uh, very big positive about uh, solo travel is uh, people are you are just very approachable to people, right? So uh, mm-hmm. you are uh, you are less intimidating, and as a girl as well, uh, especially uh, people around you. Uh, all I have always encountered a lot of pe- uh, people know that I have amazing stories with these uncles, <laughs> those classic Indian uncles, right? Oh my God, they are so protective of you. Uh, and uh, yeah, so they are very uh, approachable. Uh, they feel uh, protective over you. You find uh, that uh, you are able to uh, converse with a lot of uh, different uh, tourists that come around as well. Uh, you will, uh, you, and especially uh, a few things that help is living in hostels. Uh, if you're staying solo, you will probably live in a hostel. Uh, you just speak to the receptionist, hang out in the common area, and in- invariably someone will say, I like your top or I like something <laughs> uh, like, you know, your clip in your hair. I have a hobby of drawing. So can I have a look at your book? And from there, the conversation starts and then you start discussing of places that you have been. And then they say that, okay, I'm going over here tomorrow. Would you like to join? And you just impromptu make a group of four or five people and uh, go and oh. come. 
yeah so and it's very important so i have had really amazing conversations with different varieties of people and uh, you already have one thing in common right you all are traveling so that is one thing that you have in common and one thing that you have in common with locals is uh they are interested in you and you are interested in them <laughs> their way of life yeah. uh, a few things that uh, and especially with the uncles i said like like a small thing when i was traveling to andamans i had uh, i had to take the ferry and i had booked my ticket and everything but i needed to book a seat like basically take a choose a seat and i didn't bother doing that I, because i was by myself i didn't want to uh, take my bag and go and there was this uncle inside of me and he was also like are you from bombay and that's enough uh, you'll find a lot of uh, <laughs> mumbai cars around so he, i said no i don't want to take a seat right now i can't take my bag he just he was a senior citizen so he just puts his hand up he calls <laughs> the person who helps senior citizens he took my boarding uh, my boarding pass gave it to them and they booked a seat and gave it to me i was like okay thank you <laughs> so <Aww>. these, yeah <laughs> i have amazing stories uh, with these kind wow. of uh, people right around you so, so that's one is there a cer- yeah so is there a certain arch type of people who travel or have you met different different mm-hmm. people uh one thing i would like to include in the first conversation is <laughs> alcohol helps <laughs> a lot <laughs> oh yeah so uh, even you're taking notes right yeah I yeah have, yeah i'm taking notes. yeah alcohol helps a lot uh, because you have another thing in common plus you lose your inhibitions a little bit obviously you control it if you're traveling alone uh but everyone's having a good time so and then there are karaoke <laughs> sessions and all of these things oh, wow. you get really comfortable with people so when it comes to so when it comes to the question of uh, the variety of types of people there's a wide variety you will get i have spoken to grannies who have uh, <laughs> they are i was just sitting by myself and this uh, granny came along and she started speaking to me and uh, first you think okay she is uh, i don't know how much she must be knowing but she was so well traveled she had such amazing stories where she lived in bunkers with someone and all of these things so there is such a variety of people that you meet all age groups and uh, it really helps to try and understand the other person Mm-hmm. But did the yeah. granny come with a hot uh, grandson or something? <laughs> the granny was hot. She was like wearing hot shorts and <laughs> Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's someone's cup of tea maybe. <laughs> But she was so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> she was so nice. <laughs> I think also yeah. that's so uh... You make lovely guys as well, huh? Oh yeah. So I think that's one of the things that when you're traveling with family there's a big group and I don't think people normally uh you know approach a family and try to strike a conversation but if you are just one person over there and uh, people are more likely to approach you uh, and just have a quick conversation so i think that's basically one of the benefits definitely. of traveling alone definitely definitely okay uh so i think one question is do you think uh, our generation is more traveled than our parents generation uh I do feel that we are a little bit more traveled when it comes to uh, where we can travel and the possibilities of travel. Airfare has certainly helped. Airfares have dropped considerably in the past uh, few years. Right. So that right. has uh, and uh, online bookings, right? Um, uh-huh. And <laughs> Google Maps. Google Maps is such a savior for any oh, kind yeah. of 
Correct, correct. So all these things have helped us uh, to travel a little bit more. But uh, because of the lifestyle we live, we definitely have to put more of an effort to make it intentional. We have to make yeah. it intentional. So uh, I am sure that uh, we travel a little bit more. But uh, there has to be. We have to connect a little bit more with the places we travel. and uh, definitely making an intentional choice to travel is important otherwise your years will just pass by <laughs> i know so i think uh, one of the benefits of uh, of a uh, relative working in the uh, travel uh, department is that you get all these free tickets so i mean my dad used to get free tickets for himself and the family so rather than visiting india every second year we used to visit every year so yeah working in the travel agent uh, industry does have its benefits so Definitely. what uh do you, what benefits are do you get stacy uh yeah so i work in the airline industry and one benefit that you get is uh, you get tickets for yourself and your family and it is concert is like just 10% or 15% of the actual cost right actual mm-hmm. cost of uh, ticketing so that's one benefit that you get uh, you learned uh, so that's a huge actually because the airline or flight cost is at least a minimum of a 35 to 40% of your travel cost it's quite a considerable oh, amount wow. so when that goes down you are able to uh, you know okay. control your expenses majorly and you can probably spend on other things like i would not uh, keep the money to myself i would probably spend on a, a few other things that i'm interested in that area that i would like to do so that kind of helps then a few deals that you get like a lot of uh, otas the online travel agencies they have a lot of discounts and there are few hacks that you can use there are a lot of videos on these hacks that you can have like one small hack is like if you get a discount of 1000 rupees on a room uh you you will get a 1000 rupee discount for 2000 rupee you will get a 1000 rupee discount even if you purchase 4000 rupees two days so rather you book uh, one individual days so you get 1000 rupees on one day and then another 1000 rupees on another day mm-hmm. so these are small hacks okay. that you can help and definitely these new startups that start right they come out with amazing benefits and i feel people should just take <laughs> advantage of it. so oh, those are okay. a few uh, hacks then uh, if you want to say reducing your cost uh, reducing your cost backpacking hostels uh, there's something as couch surfing probably you can try that uh, then there is uh, using local transport very important it's extremely cheap it cuts your cost uh, massively if you travel local but uh, if you travel if, if you want to be cost effective when you travel probably you would have to give up with a little bit of timing and flexibility so you would have to wait do for a bus go for the time yeah do you think a foreigner will feel comfortable traveling on indian oh. railways oh my god this is the first conversation so i said okay i came by flight and everything and uh, one of the conversation i was like how are you going to travel somewhere they like oh i'll book it on irs uh, ctc you know i will book it on the uh, indian railway <laughs> uh, they all have accounts and they are like Yeah, because they ask me, "Are you an Indian?" and I say, "Yes." That's the that's the only thing that you have to kind of get. There's no documentation, 
so they they definitely travel much more than us when it comes because they do uh, have the time yeah so they uh, do come for months whereas we may want to save a little time and hence not go by train so they don't mind okay. uh, and for them the whole train journey also is an experience right oh so, yeah yeah so that's imagine why just you're not a uh, native to india so going through all the lush uh, mountains and yeah. the forest and the trees yeah that would be a very scenic yeah. thing yeah that's there mm-hmm. that's there okay uh so yeah i also think that uh, our generation definitely has a much better opportunity to travel basically there are a lot more options the world is also bigger there's more information so you can tra- uh, plan better so i think we are at least that's one of the benefits in our generation we have we are global travelers yeah we uh, are global travelers and uh, one thing uh, one thing that is important is that we should uh, make use of it i think so uh, right now uh, because uh, and it's important to have an exposure especially with us wanting to travel to different countries and probably if you want to settle in there as well Uh, i would suggest you travel to different uh, countries and understand the nature of the people and the way they live so that you're more respectable mm. to the people around you you know there's one thing portrayed mm-hmm. on social media but as we know from a uh, few instances that media is completely biased mm. so uh, it's better you go and see it yourself yeah yeah okay do you feel that the average indian knows how to travel uh so when you say knows how to travel i would say everyone knows how to travel but uh, there are few things like when you're pointing out before about the uh, people stealing stuff from the hotels uh, i do feel uh, a little bit travel is a little new to us especially uh, mm. this different kind of travel and with having such expensive hotels that you can book and with indians uh, we do we are almost the most uh worked people in the world right so <laughs> oh, we do yeah, earn definitely. we do earn every paisa as per se so they definitely want their money's worth and they cram all of their uh luxury into a small sl- uh, sliver of uh, time right and okay. they really want uh worth out of it basically they want some mm-hmm. good so that's where uh, the uh, difficulty comes you know we understand that uh, that they have paid but then uh, hospitality is more on etiquette and it's more on how you treat people it's mo- mm. <laughs> uh, it's not a product so it's more of a service right so you uh, it's a mutual kind of respect there are few things oh. that uh, we are not great at uh, like you say uh, cleanliness uh, people complain oh, about yeah. yeah people complain about cleanliness but i say that uh, we being the new generation of travel if we start now i always carry a bottle of uh, uh, water you know a steel bottle and every hostel you go to has water already there so you just need to fill your bottle and be a little prepared ahead of time eating mm. local eating <laughs> local also helps over there you don't need to go to fancy restaurants to eat so those are small things yeah. i say things so we don't need to correct the older generation we can tell them but bringing the change within yourself is something that is probably important uh okay. yeah so yeah so for the new generation they are pretty savvy and uh, but we shouldn't just go and consume a place we should go and kind of uh, live over there experience it and bring back an 
improve things in your own life okay so speaking from at least one experience that i have uh so i was in goa and uh, in goa we were we wanted to go out for lunch and we wanted to go to a restaurant but uh, there was some difficulty i think because none of the restaurants were open yet so yeah. we just we decided to ask one guy where is a good place to get food so he told us one place so after a lot of trekking and asking people uh, we came uh, to this like dabba so it's like one of those uh, you know hidden gems ramania yeah so uh, basically how it was is there were just tables yeah it was like an outside uh, setting not it was a shack like thing but okay. it was like where the locals went and they uh, uh, yeah. they eat Yeah. So you had basically we had to stand wait for these people these people were coming and they were eating there were there was not like f- enough seating so yeah. and then when we got we got like a normal not no fancy cutlery it was just yeah. like a a steel plate and you had to eat on that so yeah. i think uh, normally if you were like a traveler looking to immerse yourself in the culture you yeah. would want that because that gives you an insight into the local culture yeah. but uh, my dad was a little bit upset on that because uh, you know with the older generation yeah. when they go they expect a little bit of service a little bit of yeah. class so he was like we shouldn't have come to this place and all that so i think that's another thing that rather than just appreciating the benefits of the yeah. local cuisine uh, yeah. we were like uh, wondering why we didn't get the luxury so that yeah. i think is maybe something we can work on so one very important thing is the mindset that you go into something with mm-hmm. so probably in this situation if i would have been with someone else uh if i would be in a, so i do you have to take into consideration what are your expectations you know so that's quite mm-hmm. quite important uh, when it comes to that so the mindset which you go into a trip or any kind of situation is very important but to weigh on uh, indians traveling it's like i do not know have you ever encountered them on international flights and international airports and the old, older generation on that in that aspect it's kind of very sad at times it's that you know a person like an indian who can walk from one place to the other and these airports have this uh, have this wheelchair system they will just yeah. make uh, you know unethical use of it like you know and it's it's very sad like on if you if you're discussing more on how indian not traveling and indian not uh, this knowing out of this uh like hi like how stacy mentioned hygiene is one factor second factor is they're overly loud and sometimes they <laughs> tend to treat treat oh, yeah. hostesses like their servants and that is like very sad that is like very sad like i've seen this on international flights on on my way to philippines and like you know the especially the flight connecting from malaysia to uh, indonesia you get these guys who are like you know in a cowboy hat and you know jacket <laughs> and stuff like that and their tre- and their and their behavior in the flight is like really bad like you want you would want to dig your face saying that okay i'm not an indian in this aspect and, <laughs> and there are these certain moral etiquettes that they they should know this is one on traveling second thing is on local cuisines and all like at times yeah i do get your dad's point where he where he's coming from but then at times you would need to like say okay fine you're going to a dhaba we would need to expect this from a dhaba if you're going to a five star this is what it is and talking about that instance there's this place in uh, in in mahabaleshwar which we didn't know because i've been going there since ages 
and one uh, one 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 of my mom's friend uh, like you know suggested like why don't we eat here and no one no one no one is like no one eats there uh, like he gets like minimal amount of customers but he just a little away from the marketplace where everyone is you'll have your normal uh, cow setting where like a dhaba setting where it's like just mud mud stuff and all and, like beautiful food like as long as the food doesn't give you stomach upset i'm fine with that place man <laughs> the food in india that is, is the, good yeah and yeah, if yeah, it's yeah, a, a, yeah it's a if it's a live counter as in if it's prepared in front of you generally you shouldn't have an issue right right oh, okay so i'm not sure if you guys are aware but there's this new trend called bag packing so how it normally works is basically you have people from say europe or from the west they come to a southeast asian country and over there they basically put on a show or take photographs and they ask the locals to fund further travel so they have a sign saying i want to travel around the world can you please uh, give me more money etc and they come so, to developing countries and do that yeah so they basically this was a major case in thailand and bali so bali specifically had a major problem they started making um, making them prove that they had enough money to travel oh. so it became a major problem around 2017 18 so I any so thoughts too. on that i think so with the rules i know that uh, bali has done that with some of the uh, Australians as well, where they put a rule that if you have a only six months for your passport to expire, you need to kind of uh, extend it before you travel. So maybe I, uh, I, I find it quite ridiculous that someone would kind of do that. And I don't know who are these people giving other people money. <laughs> uh, because no, so uh, it's basically the locals. Yeah, but the, uh, the locals feel sorry for them, or what they do is they'll sing a song, or they'll take picture with the locals, and the locals will give them money. Uh, that's so, kind of right. ridiculous. I, I mean, even I, even the locals in Mumbai, at least, I think if you have white skin, there's a possibility of you being invited to star in a Bollywood movie. Also, yeah, people work. I know that people have been working. Uh, even if you go abroad, you can get odd jobs in order to fund. I know places where uh, people just uh, do some kind of waiter. They just become a waiter for a couple of months. in a hostel and do reception work or something like that but uh, okay. just not working and just uh, kind of uh, expecting money to travel that to uh, is kind of uh, i would i think it's not something that i would support at all okay yeah so uh, i think so what you're talking about backpacking is i'd seen this at uh, philippines especially when i was returning and uh, when i was going there there were these few firangs or <laughs> to the list of uh, foreigners who who were out there who have overstayed their their their, their duration out there uh, mm-hmm. and the reason being is that sometimes is that these these guys come out there they want to get away they they don't they want to evade certain things uh, and it's cheaper to stay in a in a place like philippines bali and all these places yeah. now for the locals why would they want to fund you is sometimes <laughs> it's it's very it's very it's very personal very and very motivation like uh, these guys want a way out of their country so yeah. these guys come down to philippines or they'll come to a place like bali and this is what i've seen in philippines i may be wrong at times uh is that they they get married to them and then when these guys <laughs> go uh, go back to the states or go back wherever they take back the local with them and they have like a kid and some something like that and and that's what a few of them have done 
but then oh, in certain wow. cases also like in 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 uh, mumbai like we were talking about mumbai i seen there's this blogger who like he comes out to mumbai backpacking and and he stays in a female like you know uh, like he's he wanted to try out mumbai and then he had like a wonderful experience on mumbai and went back but you have like flip sides to to this whole concept yeah i'm okay when so, there's a, a back and forth like someone else is gaining either by <laughs> even couch surfing is something where you just host someone uh, just for the stories and just to show them around but actually just uh, just any it's only if it's purely just monetary and someone funding you i'm not kind of for it so yeah actually the one of the for tourism any country wants tourists because you basically get revenue and uh, it's like a form it's a form of revenue generation so if to actually have people come over here and then ask the locals to you know to yeah. uh, f- to get, give them money to tour the city that like perverts the whole industry actually, so I, and considering they're coming from more uh, richer countries it's like it will leave a bad taste in your mouth imagine coming from say somewhere like australia and asking the locals to fund you i mean it I it looks kind of bad i have not seen that but it's possible nowadays anything is <laughs> no, i've seen all philippines kind of has problems. a lot of problems yeah. in this because these guys will just go and settle on one of these islands like like yeah, the, i think so one of the podcasts we had mentioned like the philippines has like thousand islands and yeah. they'll just go and settle down in yeah. one of them and you cannot trace them it's very difficult <laughs> to trace them at times and yeah. and it's only you catch them in they at the airport That's the okay. customs will catch them at the airport and they're like you know and so you are from a developed country they have such a good bargaining power they just get out of the issue without any much uh, It's right. No. That's where the council and their council comes to help them in that aspect. Like you know, they'll just go to the consulate and say, "Oh, I'm stranded in a country," and yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, man. That's the one thing I think the they have their embassies have a lot of correct major control. Mm hmm. Definitely. Oh, uh, so I think uh, now would be a good time to basically talk about any uh well uh. basically talk about a moment where you thought uh, you were in big trouble but then later on all of a sudden you managed to get away from that trouble and now you have like a story to tell people so stacy yeah. any such stories so luckily i have not got into any <laughs> major problem like you know i have not had anything severe happen to me but uh, yeah. there are few instances that i have learned from like uh, once when i was traveling back to shillong in meghalaya and in meghalaya the sun sets pretty early by 4:35 in the evening it's already dark so we were traveling back after a long road trip and we had not booked our stay in shillong we just said that we didn't know whether which day we wanted to reach back so uh, we reached over there and all the hotels were full so the worst mm-hmm. thing that you can do is tell your taxi driver to take you to a hotel <laughs> that oh, yeah. he knows <laughs> and uh, so i had my cousin and another friend of mine with me who my cousin has traveled much uh, has traveled a lot but not by herself and it's another friend did not travel a lot so i could see the worry a little bit on their faces you know so uh, so when you travel with someone you feel that you are they are your responsibility and when we seen mm-hmm. that room that he showed it was on some dilapidated building and there was just one bed and they just came out nodding their heads like no no kind of thing so i uh, 
बट इन माई हेड बीइंगट मोर मनी I will be able to uh, kind of get over the situation, uh, so I always keep that amount aside. So I said, okay, so, uh, we just park the cab and we walk to each hotel, and we started asking each hotel, and there was this one hotel that looked quite nice actually. Uh, we went over mm-hmm. there and spoke to him, and he's like, oh, there's one room available, and uh, we just didn't put it online because there's no window. We are like, done. It's fine. We <laughs> like, we like it. and uh, we went and went in the room and immediately all the stress was relieved and we like okay let's go and eat momos now oh, <laughs> so wow. yeah so that's why then so that uh, yeah so that's one instance where it's a immediate relief after you get over the issue and uh, mm. yeah so that's one thing another point if you would like to uh, this is that uh, something of my learnings where i take my learnings from is when i was traveling to andamans i had booked a cab through my scuba course and everything and uh, i entered the cab and it was early for the next ferry i had to catch a ferry so he stopped in front of a restaurant said you can go and have your breakfast and generally i don't go to the places that they stop i just said i'll have a walk i just walked uh, left my stuff inside only i walked and i found this lovely idli place and there was this amazing <laughs> idli and chutney i was like lovely find man i'm like <laughs> happy and i returned back and there's no cab <laughs> and there's no bag there's no bag there's no cab oh. and then at that point of time i said oh you're become pretty stupid that's why stupid of you to do <laughs> i yeah because i know yeah you don't do that but i've become a little trusting i guess and there was another foreigner in the cab with me before so i was so i was not trying to panic and look around but my eyes were darting around for the cab i was not sure i could recognize the cab driver also uh, oh, wow. so i just sat there for a while and then there was this i seen the foreigner i said uh, is that guy gone with our bags he's like yeah i don't know where he is and somehow knowing that someone else was in the situation with me is <laughs> the pain <laughs> yeah it made me feel better yeah, and i was uh, and then he came back he just came back and uh, but the reason why i was a little uh, this because i knew that i had a point of contact that my scuba whole thing they knew the cab driver and the cab driver was from the island so where will he go so that's the reason but that's a lesson that we can learn uh, but why did he, he leave you in the first place? they keep on doing these rounds right so another flight must have landed so he wanted to pick up a group of people together Uh, so okay. yeah so so oh, that's what they uh, kind of do so that's so one thing so yeah so basically uh, i have a very good story so it is a base uh, it is the goa trip that uh, we were talking about in the beginning and i said i'll save it for last so a group of us uh, after our bms decided to go to goa and there were like uh, five of us but these two guys they were like loners so they decided to just leave us and we three who are our most closest friends we decided to just like roam around so first we decided to go to a beach but yeah. then we got bored over there so we said let's go to the fort okay. so these two guys decided to go and i was waiting for them and these guys were taking very long i'm like why are they going so long why are they taking so long so then i just started walking and all that and all of a sudden i got a call and it turns out these guys are got into a scooter accident oh oh my Okay, oh, and they had to go to the dock and stuff. Uh, after that, uh, after that incident, uh, we started shouting at those two guys, and these guys decided to basically start taking us with them. So uh, the next day, we decided to go a long, long way to a beach, 
and we were just on that sand over there just frolicking and stuff and uh, we had rented two bikes while we were on the beach we were there till sundown and then we decided to go back and it turned out one of the guys lost the key to the bike so very common thing <laughs> oh this yeah. reminds me of something but it's yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> so we had to wait while the guy took uh, we had two bikes so uh, both of them took one bike went all the way to the other guy who rented the bike got a spare key came back and then met with us and at the middle of the night we decided to go with them um, yeah. all four of us used uh, five of us went back and then after the next day these two guys decided to just leave they had some other thing and three of us were there for a while we stayed another two days and then all of a sudden we decided let's go we didn't even have a plan to go back we just said let's uh, go back home okay so we went to the train ticket over there we had to ta- uh, we ha- uh, i don't know which places but first we had to enter into a general compartmental train to okay. get into a main train station oh, okay and when we got to the main train station uh, one guy decided to buy tickets while the other two of us were waiting at the platform and he told us even if you don't have tickets just get in and the train was about to leave and he was still not around so we were worried until finally he just came running and we all three of us got in okay but then it turned out he only got us tickets for the general compartment so he told me just uh, he took us in the sleeper compartment and he just said sleep over here in between on the floor no one will matter uh, no one will mind so i'm like okay fine and i was like a total newbie for that so i went to sleep and all of a sudden i was woken up in the middle of the night with the tc shouting at us because we were in the wrong compartment he was shouting and i had the tickets so uh, my friend told me give the tickets give the tickets so uh, after that we bargained with the tc and we gave him some money he's like okay fine you can stay in the sleeper compartment but you're not um uh, dealing with the people so he made us put our bags right at the entrance next to the door and for the full ride we were basically just sitting over there or looking out and seeing the uh what do you call the scenery passing by in the middle of the night and stuff like that so oh we didn't get sleep but it was like one of those like oh my tot- uh, good uh, <laughs> the story is so much funnier for us because we know you It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I Edgar, would like to go with the scooter of story of ours. Yeah. <laughs> Or we let that, uh, you know, uh, be. Oh, we can save that for another. These scooter things are, I have lost a scooter in the beach. <laughs> like I've lost where I've left the scooter. <laughs> <laughs> at the entrance of the beach and we have been walking for miles together on the beach so i've lost the scooter not the key oh my god like the okay. scooter stories in goa just keep on coming like you know <laughs> edgar, <laughs> remember edgar you should, have a, you should have a podcast on that probably <laughs> yeah i okay. swear man what about you lionel any s- stories Yeah my story may be not as interesting as yours but then it was more of a scary scary kind of a plight now last december like you know the december that went by i was traveling to kerala and i was faced with a situation where they suddenly canceled my flight <laughs> and i was like what the hell man they kept on delaying it and and they kept on canceling my flight and then it it time kind of turned out a very shady situation where i literally went like you know it's like end of the world apocalypse kind of thing where kind of fought, fought with them and then they were like you know 
we do not have a flight going to Kerala. We have a flight going to Bangalore. We have a flight going to a closest place. And you want to get to that destination because you paid a lot of money and you paid money to yeah. to book those certain days for that yeah. place. And like I was like, okay, fine. Like you know, give me to the nearest destination, and I had to figure a way out from there to to go to Kerala. So what happened? So they had a flight flying out to Bangalore early morning, and I happened to be on that flight, and that flight also got delayed, and the same story and stuff like that. Got scary, and luckily they <laughs> flew off. Like you know, luckily they flew off a six o'clock flight. Took off at like you know nine o'clock in the morning. Oh wow! And it was kind of very ang- the anxiety was like killing me because I had a previous day flight at one o'clock or at eleven o'clock, and I was there at the airport till nine o'clock in the night, uh, oh. fighting for my tickets, fighting for stuff, <laughs> tweeting, wow. and then I think so. Ed girls had the same thing. <laughs> the the weird the weird part or the strange part is, I am I am flying <laughs> from Bombay to Goa with my friends. And I just go onto Twitter to complain and check what's happening. Yeah, it was Goa. Same, right? same airline. Like. Oh, which flight was it? Goa. Same <laughs> flight. And I went onto Twitter and I see Lionel's tweets on Twitter <laughs> abusing the Goa guys. And then I message him and I'm like, dude, what's happening? You know, like then he tells me, hey man, I'm in this situation and it's so frustrating and they've cancelled the flights last minute. Uh-huh. It's so yeah, strange, no, they, they, you know, how sometimes things work out. Like I'm sitting, I'm sitting in another <laughs> place and I'm uh, checking his tweets on Twitter, and then I okay. get to know what's happening. I have another, I have another story. Scary, man. Okay, I have another story. So basically, uh, I travel to Kuwait every December for Christmas. Uh, so once I had gone to Kuwait, and when you go in, they make you put in your biometrics. So you just have to put a thumbprint. Okay. Correct. So. Uh, the thing is, I have this condition where my skin peels off during winters. Okay, so my <laughs> so I know where this is headed. Yeah. So basically, I land in and I'm at immigration, and they ask me to put my biometrics, and I put it in. It does not uh, come through. Okay, we try it three times. It does not work. So then they take me to another place and with big scary security guards, and they tell me put it over there. I try over there also. It's not working. Okay. Then I go back to another immigration place, and again I try putting it over there. It's not working over there. Also, the immigration officer is like, "Why is it not scanning?" Because you're not human. Then, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm et. You're a, I'm you're ET. a more intelligent being. I'm et. Yeah, but immigration is a pain at times. Like I had the same problem with Philippines. It's like they didn't they they have like over hundred kind of visas and they don't know which one is what. And they're looking at the visa and they're asking me, "Where did you get the visa?" So I'm like, "Uh, from the Philippine consulate. <laughs> from the consulate. Where else will I get it? Where else do you sell your visa?" <laughs> it's so stupid. Like you have those weird yeah. questions. Where do you get your visa? It's written over the consulate of Philippines. Man, it's kind of stupid. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh- I think uh, Stacy, you also had like a story around uh, uh, what do you call this? Uh, when you were going to Andaman's, yeah. basically you so, uh, had set up everything. Yeah, so basically uh, yeah, working in the airlines, so I depend. The way the deal works is that you just show you book a flight with a minimal cost, and you just show up at the airport, and if there's a seat, you get a place on the flight. So I was quite sure, Correct. and the means uh, okay, I will get a flight. It's very rare. I had checked the loads and everything, but then uh, what happened is I just went over there, and she's 
I went an hour and a half early, and uh, she uh, she's like uh, the flight is full, and I was like okay. I and this is a trip <laughs> that I booked everything pre pre booked everything. I was like I have to just go back home and sit. I just waited, and then after I just waited around <laughs> over there. You know, they try and move things around. If uh, the loads are a little bit less, uh, they uh, try and move things around. They have to take consideration of the weight of the flight. Luckily, at the end moment, my uh, <laughs> my heart was in my mouth, and at the end moment, I was like, "Okay, Jaro, you're clear." That boarding pass in my hand was like. <laughs> I was so excited for that. That was like a very thrilling experience for me. Yeah. Oh, uh, so Stacy, I think you you have basically done a lot of activities. So, what type of activities have you done, and how can a person, if they are interested, actually get into all these activities? Yeah. So, uh, first thing I would like to say is you must uh, choose uh, after a certain point. You understand your interests, right? so my mostly my interest surround the water so i uh, i before i even uh, knew that uh, scuba diving was available and how to get it done i just knew that i wanted to do it okay uh, and once you know that you want to do something you will and especially with the internet you will find ways and there is enough uh, information on the internet for the same so i generally like suppose for the andaman trip i surrounded my entire trip around the scuba diving so you have uh, your uh, you have your uh, the booking agencies where you just book the trip and then uh, you understand a lot of other activities so once i went scuba diving you meet the community and uh, the people in that community inform you of different other things that you can do around over there uh then mm-hmm. uh, i also do surfing right so i wanted to do surfing and i know that there's a place i just came to know from one person who i met that there is somewhere that surfing happens uh in uh, india that is uh, kovalong in tamil nadu so i went over there that's something i did then rafting in rishikesh everyone does it i guess but it is quite cheap so oh, okay. i just went the first time and then i went two three times just for the fun of it so uh, those are things wow. you can do uh, like even scuba diving in tarkarli which is in maharashtra you can do a good scuba diving the first time i did it over there though it's not a certificated course right so these are few things if you have an interest especially if you uh, if you are into treks uh, you choose your interest and i'm sure you will find a group of people who share the same interest and uh, using instagram you can find different ways uh, to connect with them there is a lot of rock climbing happening in india a lot of females into rock climbing oh. then uh, trekking there's a lot of treks that happen so all of these things there is slack lining that happens in india as well there are people who slack line so there are a lot of things that you can okay. get done uh, right as of now mm-hmm. okay uh, and how much is the scuba diving course yeah. so you have a certification yeah. and all that uh, right how much did the whole thing so cost so initially uh, so the uh, i wanted to do a certificated course and if you want to go for a certificated course you require uh, a good amount of time first of all and it was about uh, for a four five day course which the, with the theory it costed about uh, 30000 okay uh, 
uh, and uh, it cost about thirty thousand. And uh, but this is a lifelong course, so it will remain with you. It's and it's an okay. international accreditation that will remain with you lifelong. And that's something that I wanted to pursue, so I was fine with investing in it. Okay, and what was it like wearing yeah. all that scuba gear? It must have been very constricting Definitely. and Definitely. heavy and stuff. Much, it's such a different world. Uh, it's uh, the closest I feel you can be to something of an outer space kind of a feeling because there are so many technicalities into it, <laughs> and uh, there are so okay. many. They really drill down on the safety bit of it, right? Because you are in a different environment. Yeah, and I did not take to it immediately. Like I did not. Uh, it was definitely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Even though I like water, the fear of water is always there. But once you're on the water and you start seeing the world around, it's you will be uh, hooked to it because you can now. Once we, I have developed the interest, I know all my travels will be planned around it. So yeah. Okay, and so just a quick question on a scale of Edgar to Lionel. How heavy was the scuba <laughs> cylinder? Uh, the scuba, <laughs> the scuba cylinders. Uh, you do not have to carry them on your heads, right? So the water does a little bit of work for you. In fact, if you are a little bit on the heavier side, yeah. you require more weights to pull you down. <laughs> so oh, okay. it's heavy, but then uh, one more thing I would like to say is uh, one uh, fear that I had was is I am asthmatic. So I have a bit of breathing problem. Uh, oh. So I was very clear with the instructor because some people fear that if we tell them, they will not allow us to do the course. Mm-hmm. But I, it's a safety thing, and I mm-hmm. informed my scuba instructor very uh, this that it's not a severe case, but they should be prepared for it. So if anyone wants to go for such things, oh, please okay. do inform because your safety is o- much more of a priority over the experience. Correct. Oh, uh, okay. So I think uh, f- the final question is that if someone def- wants to get into this uh, whole wanderlust uh, experience, where do they start? Uh, yeah. As in, do you have any tips for them? Any yeah. encouragement, so etc. Yeah. If anyone wants to start a, uh, any kind of travel or a solo travel, if you want a group, please find similar-minded people who uh, share your interests. Don't force your interests on others. And otherwise, there's solo travel. So you start with your comfort zone. Uh, if you are more comfortable with the southern region of India, uh, and you like the waters, start with the. If you are from Bombay, probably the west coast, anywhere from Konkan, Ratnagiri, Mangalore, you can start going downwards, and uh, that kind of helps. Start with short trips, uh, four five days of trips. Initially, you would like to pre-book all mm. your trips, right? So you'd like to pre-book your bus, you would yeah. pre-book your stay. But it's a learning experience. Uh, once you start going, you will develop the confidence, and you will start traveling that way. And for women, especially, I uh, do uh, encourage it because uh, women are uh, one of the uh, warmest people you meet when you travel, and people are really warm to you because. Of your nature, also, and you are where, and you have a lot to contribute to them, right? So that's one way mm-hmm. you can uh, travel. Make a travel list. Where do you want to go? Uh, either you plan it around your interests. If you like treks, do the mountains, the hills. There are many trekking groups that you can go to. 
if you are solo traveling doesn't mean you have to be alone mm-hmm. you go to that place and you can join this one day tours mm-hmm. with people so those are ways which you can kind of uh, travel i guess okay so yeah after this whole conversation with you you make traveling sound very easy so definitely once this whole covid situation is over we are going to ask you to plan something for us let's see definitely, where you take us definitely but you have to be up <laughs> for the adventures <laughs> so yeah yeah you're going to protect us right you look out for definitely. us stacy you want to do the same thing uh, what we did last time for bandardara oh my god yeah You, oh my god that story you pull in the money first <laughs> yeah you pull in the money first irrespective of if you're coming yeah. or not your your money is it and then you have to go <laughs> that is one way i think yeah. so we know that plans yeah, yeah. do work True. out in that True. case yeah mm. otherwise if you keep having this let me t- uh, if you keep yeah. asking the person eventually they'll yeah anyway thanks uh, uh stacy it was a real pleasure having you on was nice to uh, come really learned a lot uh, So as people who don't get a chance to travel that often we really got a whole new perspective to traveling. Yes. And it's something that uh, we we actually feel that we can do in the future. Yes. So thank you very much for that perspective yes. and uh, we look forward to maybe ho- have, having an adventure once this whole thing the, uh, the whole covid thing gets definitely. over. Definitely uh, thank you for okay. having me and I feel uh, don't be intimidated <laughs> by travel. every small way you visit even your hometown after number of years can be a great adventure so uh, i think so that's something that you can keep in mind all right uh thanks a lot stacy and thanks to you and lina you're welcome so <laughs> all right so thank you guys thank you listener for listening to us and we'll see you in the next one all right thank you